1061 ESPN Matt Joseph's here. This Spider Insider segment presented by our friends at Lux Chevrolet. Family owned and operated since 1916 online at LuxChevrolet.com. The Lux family will be out probably tailgating and getting ready for uh, this one coming up uh, on Saturday. Two o'clock kickoff out at Robin Stadium. Large game for the Spiders, uh, potentially for the playoffs, for the winning of the CAA championship, all that good stuff. Uh, so it should be a good one coming up at 2 o'clock. Uh, joining us now, part of that offensive line, Ryan Cole. Ryan, how's it going? Good. How you doing? Doing well, Ryan. Um, obviously, this is a little late for a bye week uh, in the season. How refreshed do you feel? How good did it feel to finally get your bye week? Oh, it's nice. You know, I mean, we looked at it at the beginning of the season, and, uh, you know, it did look a little late. But I think the way our season's played out, it's kind of nice how it ended up. So, um, yeah, I think it, I think it's been good for us. We just got to make sure we come back strong. We uh, get right back to where we left off. Do you have a time that you prefer it? Do you prefer it in the beginning, in the middle, or towards the end? Like, do you have a time that you prefer your bye week coming? Uh, I think it's hard to say. Definitely not in the beginning. You know, you want to wait as long as you can, I think. Um, now is nice just because of what happened. You know, we kind of had a couple losses early on, and then we got on a streak, and uh, we kind we needed it at some point. So I think now has been good. Um, within, like, this week or a few weeks before this, any time when that range is good, I think. Uh, so, obviously, the last couple of games, this offense has exploded. You scored 44 against Campbell. You scored 42 against Maine, 33 against North Carolina A&T. What do you think has been the catalyst for, for this recent offensive explosion? Uh, I think we, you know, we did take a minute to come together as a group. Um, a lot of moving pieces, playing two different quarterbacks, you know, figuring out the wide receiver room, um, just injuries here and there a lot of different factors and uh, once we kind of all sat down and like I think it was around week four we we started having meetings as a unit more than we were and we said look this is not where we want to go with the offense Um, and we just made a a bigger effort to change things around and clearly it's paid off so you've you've seen a lot of different quarterbacks it feels like for a season go under center Uh, do you have to change anything as it comes to the uh, being an offensive lineman when it's you've got a guy like Cam under center or a guy like Kyle under center uh, the mindset stays the same. You know, we want to protect them as well as we can. Um, the the only thing that you really see different is minor things like the cadence, obviously, is a little different. But you kind of get used to it playing both of them. Um, you know who's in. You kind of know what they what each guy sounds like. So there's not too many differences. You know, we trust both of them, and they trust us to get our job done. Um, so the goal remains the same. Have you noticed a difference in Cam? Obviously, he was a freshman. Um, He probably didn't expect to play this season. Then he becomes a starter, and he goes over a bunch of weeks. Have you noticed a difference in maybe his confidence as the weeks have gone along? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, I think it's hard coming in as a true freshman and playing, and um, especially in a situation like he was just kind of thrown in. Uh, But I think definitely he stepped up as a leader, um, taking more command of the offense. Even today, I noticed it when we were practicing – uh, going no huddle, hurry up. He was really taking command, making sure we were getting set. So, yeah, definitely. I think he's done a great job. I'm really proud of how far he's come. What's the key for you when you guys do go no huddle and you guys play with a little bit of tempo? Keeping your energy and, 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 and you know, not being, getting tired during one of these quick drives, what's the key for you to kind of maintaining your focus during something like this? Well, we work all off season, you know, to prepare for this conditioning-wise, and we know that if we can – get the defense on their heels and get them tired, we trust that we're in better shape uh, than they are. 
So this is something that we prepare for all, all year long. It's not just something you go into the season and start doing. Um, so I think it helps a lot that how much we train it and just knowing that, hey, we can put them on their heels uh, and they're going to feel worse about it than we are. We know our plays. We know what we're calling. So I think that's definitely important. Um, just talk about this this running game. Obviously, you guys have had a lot of success as of late throwing the ball. Um, but, you know, Savon, uh, Savon Smith with the two touchdowns last game and, and Fene Webb had a, ru- a rushing touchdown. Um, just talk about where you think this run game is at right now. Yeah, we definitely started off slow. We weren't doing what we wanted to uh, up front. And it's just part of that coming together. You know, there, like I said, there was a lot of moving pieces on the offensive line. Um, but, you know, we, we came together as a group and figured it out. And I think – Savon, he trusts us more than ever. Uh, we really appreciate that from him. And, um, yeah, I mean, each game's going to be different. Each game plan is different, obviously. Uh, working with two quarterbacks, a lot of different stuff happens. So uh, it was good last week for sure to get a couple rushing touchdowns. We've definitely been looking for that. You know, I'm always I'm always fascinated by the conversation with regards to how you guys bond off the fi- off the field. Um, where does the offensive lineman go? Where, who's the guy who's cooking for you? Uh, you know, what do you guys do to to kind of bond off the field? Yeah, we got a little nil deal with Texas Roadhouse actually. So every Thursday, the offensive line goes to Texas Roadhouse. Uh, we pass out a bunch of free appetizer coupons at the beginning of the season to all the players and whoever we can get them out to in the area. Um, and so we go there every Thursday, get a nice steak dinner, and they take care of us. We got a little corner there with our jerseys and a neon sign on the wall, some pictures of us and stuff. So it's a cool deal. What's uh, what's your order? What's your go-to when you get when you get there? Uh, I mean, it used to be a fourteen-ounce ribeye, loaded mashed potatoes, and Caesar salad. That was my go-to. But I've been kind of switching it up two years in now. You know, the same thing every week gets a little old. So I've been I've been exploring the menu a little bit, but that's typically my go-to. What is your thoughts on the NIL stuff? Obviously, this is an opportunity that that wasn't there for a lot of people just a couple of years ago. What do you think about taking advantage of something like this? Uh, I think it's great, really. Um, it benefits definitely certain schools and certain position players more. Uh, it's it's definitely harder as an offensive lineman to get the deals that some of the you know big name players are getting. Um, and then especially being at a smaller school like Richmond, it, we don't get as much of the attention. But uh, as a whole, for the opportunity, I think it's a really good thing. I think it's well-deserved for players. Uh, talking with Ryan Cole as the Spiders get set for Elon coming up on Saturday at 2 o'clock. Um, what have you seen so far on film? Uh, it should be an interesting game coming up against Elon. Yeah, they're definitely good. You know, We cannot take them lightly. We saw what they just did to Delaware, who uh, had no losses in the conference and they knocked them off last week. So coming off a of bye week, we got to make sure that we're focused. We get back into what we were doing before the bye. And um, it's definitely a big game. It's the next game and we're looking forward to it. How much were you guys paying attention to what was happening? Because obviously you went into the week in second place. Now you're in a, in a four way tie for first. Yeah, we we're trying to stay focused on us. You know, we, there's a lot of things that could happen right now and everything's up in the air. So, we don't want to look too far ahead. We just got to control what we can control, um, win the next two games, take it one game at a time, uh, and it's going to fall where it falls at that point. Are you the type of guy during your bye week you get away from football, you don't watch any college football, or do you give it an opportunity as something you know you could sit in your couch and just watch a bunch of games on Saturday? Uh, I think both. You got to kind of have a balance. So earlier in the week, definitely got away from football, took a couple of days off. The coaches gave us a, a nice schedule to get away. 
And then as you start to get towards the weekend and back into things, uh, I was definitely watching football over the weekend and um, getting back into the film room, getting ready for Elon so we could get a jump start since we have a couple extra days. So I got to ask you this. Obviously, the, the the story in college football nowadays is this Michigan sign stealing thing, and we're hearing a lot from like coaches and things like that. As an offensive lineman and a football player, what do you think of this sign stealing thing? Do you think that there are people who attempt to steal your signs and things like that as you go along? How do you kind of conceal things a little bit? Uh, I mean, during the game, that is like a completely normal part of football, no matter where you go. Um, if you can pick up signs that you know, the defensive coordinator is giving to their players and see, oh, here here comes this blitz, here comes a twist in the game. That's normal. That's that's how it's going to happen, uh, especially with the lack of, you know, technology in college football. We don't have the plays coming through the helmet like they do in the NFL. Um, so that aspect is pretty normal. Uh, as far as recording at practices, stuff like that, there's obviously rules for that, and that's a completely different story. But I don't know all the details that have come out yet whatever it's kind of a sticky situation but in games it's completely normal it happens everywhere so how much do you do you ever change up your signs in terms of like you know in the first half you're do you're using this and then maybe in the second half you're changing the signs up a little bit uh, a lot of it is if we think they're picking up on stuff which we can change who's who's signaling the plays you know you have always have like a dummy signaler and a guy that's live uh so you can kind of switch who's who's the live guy who's the dummy guy and move them around in that sense. But for the most part, the signals don't change. Do you think it's stupid that the NCAA doesn't have the technology for you guys? I mean, the, the NCAA makes billions of dollars. You'd figure they'd be able to have that technology by now. Yeah. I mean, personally, I think there's no doubt about it. We should have it. It would be way easier for to eliminate this whole ordeal that's going on right now. So for sure, there's definitely enough money to do it. I don't see why we don't. 2 o'clock coming up on Saturday. Elon is the opponent for the Richmond Spiders. Our coverage begins at 1.30 here on 106.1 ESPN. Ryan, good luck this weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. All righty. Thanks for having me.